speak impulsively, and that usually gets me in trouble. And my name is Rose, and I more or less have an honorary degree in word vomit. And this is, what was I saying? Living with ADHD. And this is episode 29. Difficult conversations with ADHD. Right. So welcome back, everyone. Uh, thank you for being patient with us for our hiatus in um, last week. Uh, we thought this would be a really cool idea to be able to come on and kind of talk about the current state of how things are at the moment, um, specifically in America, um, which is what prompted us to have the topic difficult conversations with ADHD, because there's difficult conversations that we're going through right now. And then also just having difficult conversations when you have ADHD is, uh, well, it's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> we were thinking that one of the things right now that uh, it's really hard to be having or challenging, right, uh, for a lot of us, putting ourselves out there and having very, very important political and human rights discussions in relation to Black Lives Matter and Trans Lives Matter and a lot of things are happening that we need to be discussing. But sometimes um, mental health and uh, ADHD, anxiety, things like that can feel like they're standing in your way from talking about the things that you really believe in. And I've been feeling a little bit like that this week. So I thought it would be a good discussion to have. Just kind of really like lay it out there on the table because it's something we all have to be doing, having these difficult conversations. But that doesn't mean that, you know, it's not difficult. So. Right. Yeah. So obviously we thought it would be a really good idea to, like Rose said, address, you know, that having ADHD or any kind of mental illness can really feel like a roadblock in doing the things that you're passionate about and the things that you believe in. So yeah, I know that I definitely struggle with that for sure. Not just ADHD, but my anxiety as well. Just being, just being, I don't know if scared is the right word, but like just super nervous about speaking out. I'm not a confrontational person. I'm not, I'll never get into someone's face, even if like they're yelling at me. Like I, I won't yell back because I guess I freeze. So something like this is really um, daunting for me. And it's, you know, it's not something I don't feel bad about. I do. I wish I didn't have this, you know, that roadblock. And so as a part of our disclaimer today, of course, as usual, we're not medical professionals. Oh, yep. No, we are not. <laughs> um, but the other important thing I think um, for us to do a disclaimer about is that the two of us both have benefited from a significant amount of privilege mm -hmm. in our lives that have given us the ability to have these struggles with communication and with having difficult conversations and have given us for a long time the ability to avoid and not have these kinds of conversations. Um, so, so I guess that's the thing that we'll be keeping in mind. It's really more of a disclaimer and a reminder to us, right? Right. Um, that's something that we want to be keeping in mind as we talk today. I think it's also just really important to, to not only recognize, you know, our own privilege, but to, as 
you know, gonna contradict what I just said, but like, if you have privilege, you do have some kind of responsibility, if you're able, obviously, um, to speak out and do things about the issues that, you know, we're facing. Um, that being said, like we said before, it, just because you know you want to or you should or whatever, it doesn't mean it's not going to be hard. It's not going to be daunting. It's not going to be, it's not going to feel like, it's not going to feel terrifying because it might. And that is okay, but you just need, we all just need to recognize that and, you know, do our best to push through it if, if you're able to. I'm not, I'm, I will never ever say like, if you, if you aren't able to, you know, stand up for yourself because of your own struggles in your life that is not I'm not saying you should be ashamed of that I like I said before I struggle with that too I don't know it's just I think it's just important to at least recognize it because like that's the first step in anything if there's a problem you have to recognize that there is one before you can do anything about it right yeah and I guess ultimately we're looking for the moral of today to be if you've been afraid to speak your mind around surviving specifically what's going on right now, if you've been nervous to speak your mind about it because you're worried that you're not organized enough with your thoughts or you're not, you don't have your points put together enough, this is ultimately to say, let's just try our best. Right. Yeah, I guess that's what I was because, trying to say. <laughs> because especially, like, uh, for us, the two of us specifically, as being white people, I think, you know, you and I really do have an obligation to do our best. Yeah. That And, yeah, that is a more elegant, eloquent way of what I was trying to say is just do your best. That's all any of us can really ask for. That's all we, it's, it's really all anyone should ask for is to do your best, you know? And because that's, it's what we all, it's just, it's what we got. It's what we got for ourselves. It's, you know, that it is what it is in that regard, because at the end of the day, you know, your best is, it's what you got. I don't know how to say that. I don't know how to say what I'm trying to <laughs> your say. Your best is your best. Okay, your best let's move on to the you, article. I guess, yeah. So I've got some we research. Have reading. <laughs> um, this is from Chad. We love Chad. We stand, Chad. We stand for Chad. Um, like, this is about Chad. relationships and social skills. Uh, we'll post the link in the uh, description box, and I will read some of the beginning of it. The link then goes on to go way into depth about um, relationships and things along those lines. So let me just read the beginning of it, though. All right. Individuals with ADHD exhibit behavior that is often seen as impulsive, disorganized, aggressive, overly sensitive, intense, emotional, or disruptive. Their social interactions with others in their social environment, parents, siblings, teachers, friends, coworkers, spouses, or partners are often filled with misunderstanding and miscommunication. Those with ADHD have a decreased ability to self-regulate their actions and reactions towards others. This can cause relationships to be overly tense and fragile. Yeah, so that's the um, beginning of the article. It then goes on to kind of address some different topics in regards to relationships and social skills. Yeah, so 
so while while we were doing some research, I uh I came across a couple of articles that were just kind of highlighting why you know it, it any any conversation can sometimes be difficult with ADHD. We had an episode about that a while a, a while ago, but having difficult conversations or uncomfortable is is specifically difficult because the your emotional regulation for ADHD people can be it's hard it's harder when you know you're in like an uncomfortable situation or your emotions are higher you, you know you're more likely to speak impulsively um i that's definitely something that has definitely happened to me when i'm having like a difficult conversation with my parents or anyone and my emotions are getting raised of course i'm going i'm more likely to speak before i think because because of how heightened i feel so when having a difficult conversation about anything that's basically that's basically that's basically what i've read and what i've experienced specific just like having a hard conversation with someone my i'm like oh my god i'm this is hard i don't know what i'm doing so i just spew out words and then it doesn't it's either good or it's bad not usually good <laughs> yeah i do definitely sometimes feel like my intention can be misconstrued yeah. uh, when i'm trying to have a discussion about something even when we're even when I'm just talking with someone and it's like a quick little dispute and it's not like a whole blown drawn out conversation and I get annoyed or I get upset I even like then also I'm just I'm more likely to just spit out words and not regulate what I'm thinking or feeling or and then it gets me in trouble and then that person might get mad at me or you know there's a whole bunch of things will then spiral <laughs> I sometimes feel like my thoughts are very disorganized and it makes me less convincing. Oh my gosh, yes. I totally feel Particularly it, lately, I, I guess, um, trying to have com difficult conversations about Black Lives Matter yeah. with, you know, friends and family. I feel like just even though I've done so much research about it and all of that stuff, it's still hard for me to just pull facts and figures out kind of during a random conversation. And I think sometimes um, that makes me seem less Informed. prepared or less – it makes my arguments less impactful. I totally – I yeah, I totally get that because I know when I'm – I don't want to say arguing – but, like, sometimes arguing, I guess. But specifically when I'm just, like, having a discussion and trying to, like, convince someone of something, I guess. I I definitely feel that way as well. Even even if I know even if I know the topic, right, I might not remember all of the information because of all the emotions that are going through my head and trying to think of what to say next. So even though if I might have all that information, I might not get it all down or I might not get it down in the way I wanted to. So I also definitely feel that way that people are not going to take what I'm saying seriously. Do I yeah, actually that's have kind any... of the main the main thing that I have is yeah. that I'm like, how do I do this in a way? Because the thing is like sometimes I just want to be like, no, you're dumb. Right? But that doesn't always work. In fact, it but almost that doesn't, never works. <laughs> in fact, that, yeah, that doesn't really work ever, even if it's true, <laughs> um, which it often is. I know 
I only use that. I won't say dumb, but I only use that if I'm no longer interested in having a conversation. Like if clearly this person's not going to change their mind, I'm not going to sit here and continue to try to argue with someone that was is just going to keep going around in circles and not try to see from my perspective. Like so but yeah, my my main argument that I've my main way that I've been arguing with people is through the lens of like empathy and how can you not understand the pain that is happening right now just because it's not affecting you directly doesn't mean that it's not real. Right. Um, that's like the main argument that I have been repeating a lot, but it's, you know, that's not what people want to hear usually. Right. Well, I want to hear, they want to hear something they can dispute. They want to hear a fact that like, they can be like, well, no, here I have a, I have a return article that says that's not true. But, you know, it's an illegitimate reference that doesn't have any sources. Yeah, we love that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot. I think there's a lot we could say about this, but maybe it's better to not say everything just because um, I think it's important that we direct our listeners to also listen to other people right now besides just us, right? Yeah. Like, and and while some of... <laughs> I definitely, with my ADHD, sometimes have this feeling of, like, my voice is not valid right now. Um, that's not what I mean in this particular context. What I mean is more, if you're, when you're finished listening to this episode, I hope that you'll go and seek out and listen to and follow uh, people with mental health challenges and people with ADHD that are also people of color. Um, yeah. I also think it's important to recognize that, you know, us as, as in the position of privilege that we have, we will never understand what, what it's like to be discriminated against in, you know, so it, but that being said, even though we'll never really understand that, that doesn't mean you should do nothing. You should just be complacent in, you know, what's going on. Like you need to recognize, you have to recognize that. And then you can say, okay, I can take action. I can do this. What can I do? And then, you know, start from there. No one is saying you're a bad person because you have not experienced that. At least. No, exactly. Not the ones that I've been listening to. Um, it, how, it's just important to recognize that be okay with come to terms with that and then do research and see what you can do and how you can help and how you can support and like that's okay that's great if if all you can do is support that's really good too just because you know what does that make any sense mm-hmm. so but yeah. um but yeah but having i mean having a, any kind of mental health and excuse me having any kind of mental illness you know, it can make it a little bit difficult. Um, and obviously, like we always try to say in our episodes, at the end of our episodes, even though I'm saying it now, is that you're not alone in that. You're not, especially in a, in a conversation like this where we're all kind of trying to understand how to help. Like, like if you need help, like go and find a resource. Go and talk to a person of color. Go and, 
you know, it's okay to, you know, have to seek out help in these, in this regard. Like that is Although I would say we did recent, I, I would say like at this particular moment, if you're looking for resources, if you're a white person, if you're a person of color, uh, we are not here to tell you what to do at all. Yeah. Okay. What I'm trying to say is we are not here to tell any people of color. Absolutely not. No. What I was just trying to say is that if you are in a in a place of that you won't understand you like you won't understand what a person of color will go through, it is okay to go and seek out what you can do to help. It's okay to be like, "Hmm, I'm not really sure what to do. Let's go find out." Does that make sense? Yeah, it's, but it's kind of like me, you know, it's don't okay to just go like go ask therapy. Your, your POC friends because they're probably pretty occupied with like grieving and mourning the yes injustice yes that is true too <laughs> there's just so much to yeah maybe we shouldn't have done this topic why because there's just so much we don't understand but that's kind of the kind of that's kind of the point right we're never gonna really yeah. fully understand and anything you can do even like I, even if you can support that's it's huge you know because you have to start somewhere you have mm -hmm. to start you don't just automatically become this expert on you know how to be an advocate you have to start somewhere and that is well if you didn't start then you never would know and then you would be where you were at the beginning and then you know that's yeah. okay it's okay to not understand everything like that's just kind of how life it's just kind of how it is you know it's just i don't know it's yeah this is a weird hard and scary kind of conversation you're listening to a difficult conversation right now right yeah on, i mean that's true though right it's, we are having a difficult conversation yeah and like that's just kind of the whole point of this that was that, the tangent time guys that was you know right you're there right. That we don't was we don't need a, another one that that was the tangent time so wait this what, was, wait, what was that what did we just do tangent, tangent time, time. <laughs> yeah um so a little late in that but but here's but that's honestly a really good first of all i think that was a really good ex example of two things first being is you said should we have this conversation and that's a really good that's a really good thing to question it's like should we be having these conversations i personally believe yes we should be having these conversations and then another really good example of what just happened was you know how a difficult conversation can be oh i don't know difficult for people with adhd yeah perhaps even more how yeah. many i think we should play a like a game where every time we say the word difficult <laughs> we take a shot maybe not on while we're while we're recording um so when we, we listen record. to this episode <laughs> over again we'll do that <laughs> but um but no it, like i said i think it's a really good example of those two things and i think it's important it kind of just have to press through you know you kind of just have to like go for it you know because even if you stumble a little bit going up the hill like you should still try to get there yeah look at that metaphor so, oh my god look at her <laughs> you, she's a writer she knows what she's doing gotta use my degree somehow 
I'm just kidding. Okay, okay so um, let's go to the masses. Yeah, so we asked uh, a question on our Twitter. Or Rose asked a question on our Twitter, I should say. I just We both did. Yes. It's it's mutual. You're, you're better wording questions than I am, and I'm jealous. But we asked a question. It's okay. I do it's my basically I, I consider us to work together on We this. have different strengths and we come together and become one team. <laughs> okay. I'm done. <laughs> Do you want to go? Do you want to read first, or should I? Oh wait, the question, the question, the question. The question. What ADHD is the moment. question? The question was: How does your ADHD affect your ability to have difficult or uncomfortable conversations? Right. So I think you and I have kind of answered that question as we're talking here. Kind of a really good like play-by-play -play example. But one of our um, one of our uh, followers on Twitter um, named Laurel. And you can find them at my name is Laurel K. Um, and I really liked uh, what what this person was saying. And I kind of talked about it a little bit earlier in the podcast. Um, she said, or they said, being unprepared slash having a tough conversation out of the blue leads to speaking impulsively and risking emotional overload. Over, bleh, overload. So, yeah. So, they're talking specifically about, you know, having a conversation out of the blue and my god do i resonate with that because mm. i know like if someone comes to me and is like hey i would really like to talk to you about this thing specifically that i know causes both of us emotional turmoil i'm just like <sighs> you know so i totally resonate with that and i have no i have definitely done this where i if i because if i'm not prepared on what i want to say it is gonna be a minefield like you don't you have no idea what i'm gonna say i don't even know what i'm gonna say so whenever I'm having difficult conversations or like hard conversations, I almost always like to prepare, not exactly what I'm gonna say, but like just points of like what yeah, I, I would I do like, like to, to speak write about. down. Yeah, like this is what I want to say. This is what I want to say. This is what I want to say. Right, and so, that can be really helpful. Right. So this is a little bit different from having the difficult conversation of what we were talking about earlier, um, but it's it's still rings true in my opinion in both sense in both sense because your emotions are heightened and you don't really know what to say so you kind of just spew and then it's just a mess and da 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 da, da. so yeah basically yeah. in summation <laughs> i'm a mess i'm a mess i'm a mess yeah so thank you so much i'm a Laurel, big old messy um, mess i'm a mess from the north to the south in the east to the west, what I am is a really, really, really big mess. <laughs> okay. That was um, a song that I used to like when I was a kid. Aww. Okay, well, but like yeah, but thank you rhyme. so much, Laurel, um, for your uh, for your uh, answer to our question. That was really yeah, great. I resonate great with that, point, so thank you. This is from um. The Dread Pirate Shannon. Did we have another, a, a Dread Pirate something? Yeah, so I learned that Dread is an ADHD, like the Dread Pirate thing is an ADHD thing that is circulating Twitter. Really? Okay, right. All right, everyone check out the Dread Pirates if you're looking for people with ADHD that you can relate to. There's yes. a lot of them. The hashtag Dread Pirate. Like Dread Pirate Betty. What? Like, kind of like Dread Pirate Betty, but it's a bunch of other people. Okay. 
Like with their, they, a bunch of other people sub substitute their names in. I get it now. I get it. Okay, that's cool. Okay, so this is their sentence. I was born to have difficult slash uncomfortable conversations. I will tell you exactly what I think and why your view is deeply flawed. Hell, even when I'm trying to have normal conversations, they can easily become difficult and uncomfortable, although that's usually accidental. That's true. I accidentally yeah. have really deep conversations with people like on a bench when I just met them. Honestly, I really like those conversations. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm the first person to spill my soul or ask you a question that's too personal. <laughs> I'd much rather have a, a deep conversation about like whether or not there's life on other planets or something like that than what the weather is like or what you ate for breakfast or anything like that like small talk i got like skip the small talk go right to the deep stuff <laughs> that's how i that's what i think yeah, yeah the, one day i was at work and we were like doing stuff next to each other we were like packing boxes or whatever next to each other and he was like yeah i live with my dad and my stepmom and i was like what's your relationship with your dad like and then <laughs> i realized i oh. just asked him such a personal question <laughs> did he answer um, yeah, I mean, he was like, wow, that was a really personal question. <laughs> I mean, and then basically, he called, kind of called you out, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it wasn't my intention to be make it too personal or make it uncomfortable. But here we are. Say la vie. I was still friends with that person. So no, that's, it's, that's it's not like I like ruined his entire respect for me. Oh, good. <laughs> um, but, you know, so so in that way, like, I feel like I am kind of equipped for situations like what the world is going through right now. Yeah. Because I'm not super afraid to be like, so. Let's talk yeah, about, let's what talk about you just how said, your opinion might be a little bit said, racist. <laughs> You're a little bit, I'm a little bit, a little bit more like easing into it. You're I definitely like, <laughs> have, I definitely have um, had to work on my way of approaching people because I have always been very outspoken about like even before I've just always been very outspoken about my political views um on and off of social media and a lot of times I actually don't really try to start arguments on social media and usually when they occur I try to I try to make them private because I feel like that that it's it's easier for everybody to learn if you know I have a conversation with somebody in Facebook Messenger or over the phone or something like that rather than a whole audience of Facebook on a post with an entire audience. I, I'm that's like not my style at all, but it definitely is my style to call people out on their ish. Well, I like one of the things that I don't have the courage to do or was it oh, I do um but one of the things that you do that I really admire is that instead of just saying like I mean unless it's necessary but you don't usually say like nope you're dumb you're wrong and a story um it's like you basically are like hey like can I discuss with you in a more private setting about why some of the things that you might be saying are problematic I have resources and I would love to sit down like I like that approach and I'm like the fact that you're able to do that is really great because it's it's I feel like I mean unless the person's you know um it's usually a much more way, better way of going about having a difficult conversation um, yeah but it's I like to think that not everyone's really stubborn although some people are so you know sometimes you have to be a little bit more forceful 
I really like to think that even people that are ignorant have the capacity to learn. Everyone has the capacity to learn. Every I like, I, I really want to hope that. I, I don't, <laughs> at the end of the day, like, I do not condone any of the actions of many uh, Americans right now. Um, be, like white supremacist Americans. I, I cannot condone or support the actions or words that people have been saying. I can't even condone or support uh, people trying to make arguments against the protests that are happening or against Black Lives Matter or like there's just so such ridiculous arguments that are happening and being said right now that are so disrespectful and so that is hard. It's hard for me to hold back when I see things like that. When I see people post something that's like, but all lives matter. Mm, that's not the point at the moment. It, yeah, no, I, I yeah. find myself having to hold back. It doesn't matter if it's somebody I know or a stranger or anything. I immediately have the urge to be like, educate, educate yourself slash like, please educate yourself. And if we have any listeners um, that are offended by anything that we're talking about today, I really do encourage you to reach out to me or Alexandra, but probably more likely me because Alexandra doesn't like having these conversations. I'm not a confrontation. I am bad with conflict. So reach out to me. Reach out to me. <laughs> and uh, I would love to talk to you about why we believe that having these kinds of conversations is important. Right. Because... Um, even though, as I have said throughout this entire thing, it is hard to talk about this kind of stuff, especially if you are a person of privilege, we need to have these conversations. We need to do our best to have these conversations. Right. Obviously, there are things that stand in the way of certain people being able to. There are mental health challenges, such as ADHD, that make it completely debilitating, like that can be completely debilitating in times like these. And at that point, my suggestion is really just find the best way to listen and be supportive. But if you are able and feel like you have it within yourself to stand up for the people of color in this country that have been marginalized and oppressed for hundreds and hundreds of years, you should. Mm -hmm. And also to also just to say you know if we if you find yourself in the position of having a difficult conversation or needing to have a difficult conversation just know that you're not alone in this we always try to drive we drive that message of no matter what we're talking about in our episodes you are not alone and that you are not the only one that feels the way that you might be feeling and being frustrated or or in any any capacity but I think we should probably wrap up the episode uh, a little bit here. Um, just like I was saying, we just wanted to kind of come on here and kind of talk about having com difficult conversations while having a difficult conversation. Because um, uh, like, like Rose said at the beginning, we think it's very important to have, have, have these conversations, um, even if it makes you feel uncomfortable. Um, but to, just to know that you're not alone in, in doing so. Yeah, and we'll put um, resource links about Black Lives Matter and about uh, uh, Trans Lives Matter, but we'll put resource links to all the social justice things that we are trying to have conversations about right now. Mm -hmm. um, 
in the description box as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all as always, you guys can find us on all of our social media platforms. We are on Facebook at what was I saying? Question mark living with ADHD, and all you have to do is ask for a member approval. We'll, we'll get you all set up, and we'll approve you, and it'll all be copacetic. It'll be great. And we have Twitter and Instagram at what underscore was I saying? Yep. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I know this was a little bit different and a little bit a little bit different than what we normally do, but we, like you said, we thought this was very important to talk about. Um, but yeah, so thank you so much, and uh, this is, uh, what was I saying? Living with ADHD. Bye.